0: Hey, gang, welcome to Ross and Nez. Can you believe, Nez, we are up to episode five? And no, we're not going to do one of those goofy anniversary things like ESPN used to do in the day. Like, hey, we're at episode two. Let's let let's share the <laughs> memories of our best stuff.
1: What are you talking? I hired a clown. What are you oh, talking I about? I hired clown. a clown. I got balloons. I have got bear claws. A creepy clown or
0: like a respectable <laughs> clown that you'd have to like the kid's birthday party or something?
1: No, no, no. The creepy clowns are the only way to go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the res- who, a respectable clown. That's an oxymoron. I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <no such> thing.
0: <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. It seems like it's been a while since we talked. We had that Thanksgiving holiday thing. And then I was doing that predictions blog post. So there's a ton of stuff going on. Um. All around, all these apps and social networks are like doing updates this week. It's been crazy. I mean, didn't they have like a Thanksgiving break, or they just been plotting to do all this stuff? But before we get to that stuff, why are you on mobile tonight? (laughs) I knew you were gonna go there. You just, you just couldn't resist, could you? After I set up the substance, I set up the substantive topic, (laughs) and then it's why are you on mobile? (laughs) As soon as you get a chance to take shots,
1: what do you do? Uh, I can't believe it. Can I? am see- just curious.
0: I'm just well, curious.
1: All, can I even see who the hell's on this show, or I can't see anything? Can I? I'm on. Okay, so I'll tell you that you want to you know the You can see.
0: Can you see me or no?
1: I can see you, but I wonder why I can't see. Okay, I can't see. Are there comments? Are there people? Okay, I see viewers. Okay, never mind. All right, now. Yeah. Okay, now I can see it. Okay, here, I'll tell you the story. You want to know the story? Sure. Does it story. does it really matter?
0: No, I, I just, <laughs> it was an opportunity to bust on you. I don't really care what the story. Okay, is. I
1: see Fernando. Okay, cool. Hey. Good to see you, Fernando. So, so I was under the impression that we're living in twenty seventeen, <laughs> and when you ask for an update, when Apple actually asks you for an update and says, "Hey, you really need this," and you read all this stuff online, if you don't get this update, it's gonna right, be really right. bad boogie. I figure, okay, if I've got an hour and fifteen to do a show. That's plenty of time to do a to an update, right? And me, like the Momo that I am, <laughs> I went ahead. I went ahead and clicked on, uh, yeah, let's do this, right? And you know, here's Ross saying, okay, we got a guest here. We got Roberto coming in. We've got this, this. And I look at the clock. It's 15 minutes to go. But my Apple computer says you got another 45 minutes. So I'm in panic mode. I mean, nobody mm. saw this pre pre live. But Ross is laughing his head off because (laughs) Professor Nez is in panic mode because I got to go live on mobile, and I don't even know where I am right. I could be in Uruguay for all I know. And (laughs) I don't even know if Ross is streaming this to Venezuela. I could have no clue.
0: So, I mean, were you going to, like, a a whole different operating system? Or why why would it take, like, you know, three hours to update, uh, you know, a couple of – Programs with Apple or whatever. It
1: wasn't even like a... It was a new iOS update on the MacBook.
0: Are those big? No.
1: I don't know. Well, I usually me. just roll, roll
0: I roll with whatever they installed the computer two years <laughs> Yeah, like, I know, no, right?
2: No. <laughs> You're just like, "Hey, you
0: need this. Hey, schmuck, you need You want to update like, okay. now? No, I came to the yeah. computer cuz I got work to do. I don't want to wait for you. I your... mean,
1: uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be very pretty seamless and pretty smooth and it wasn't going to be such a big deal. Like it was just a it was just an update. Next thing I know, what what the really the tragedy of it is is that you've got that bar, you know, where it's installed. Right. And it literally didn't move. It just said it was like it was like a bad like Michael Myers movie. It was like forty four <laughs> minutes to go, and then twenty minutes and then twenty minutes passed, and it was like forty four minutes to go. I'm like, what? What's going on here? So anyway, this is my bad. But you know what? Being the consummate professionals that I that we are, mm-hmm. we're gonna make it work, and we're gonna make it happen. So I apologize if the audio's not that good. If the visual, well, the visuals never that good, but. <laughs>
0: Actually, it's better. It's better oh, than this no. one Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you—you—I was—you you, I, I, you walked so slowly into that that even you know my late night slower mind here now—it's <laughs> like he's telegraphing it. He's laying it over the plate. I—I gotta swing at that, right? Now <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's say a quick yeah. hello. The great coach Jenny is here. Kevin Black Jenny. is here. Of course, Fernando is here, uh, as you said hello to him earlier. So thank you all so much for joining us. Um, Please do share this out, let people know that we are on live. The great Roberto Blake is going to be joining us uh, as we talk about YouTube adding stories. And, you know, the timing is kind of funny with, with your update, because I heard somebody tell me, and I don't know if this is true or not true, but like when, Apple does a big iOS update, like they go from 10 to 11 or whatever. Apparently, if you have an older phone, like I have a seven, not the eight or the, the X or whatever. If yeah. if you um, if you update that, like Apple kind of like slows down your battery life or, you know, whatever. Like, so you don't want to update it to the latest. Op- so I've been trying for like days weeks, whenever that iOS update, I've been good about not updating it. Right. And they they kind of try and force you to. And you have to put in the code and like, yeah, yeah, it'll be plugged in between two and four in the morning. And then you make sure you never have it plugged in. Well, last night I was up late. And so I wanted to use my (laughs) phone. So I plugged it into power. I had no power. And next thing I know, I've got the new iOS 11 update. And you know (laughs) what? I don't know about battery life. But it sure gets Wi-Fi better because for whatever reason, my on my yeah. iOS 10, I couldn't get Wi-Fi like when I was in the opposite side of the house, which is ridiculous, right?
1: You're so, the perfect subject for these kinds of ploys. Yes. We so, are the perfect, we're the perfect numbskulls for this type of trick. And it's like what they're doing is obviously forcing you to get the new update, right? The new, the right, new device. Right. Because you can't I, I I was forced, I had a 6S about you know five days ago i had to update to the eight plus because and i'm a lot happier with the eight plus but i did the 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 darn update mm-hmm. next thing i know i i shoot a 10 second story on instagram and my my phone shuts down it's like a it's like a it's like a you know manhattan project malfunction you know nothing works and all my emails are gone and there's witches brewing on my iphone home page or whatever you know it was it was a disaster so yeah it's you know, I love Apple, but I also have some qualms, a few qualms.
0: Yeah, but now you're trapped in their ecosystem. And if you, like, try to sneak out. <laughs> it's like the mafia. It's like the mafia. You can, Once you're in. I mean, I was a
1: happy Windows boy before I met my <laughs> wife. And then my wife got me into Apple. And, and granted, there's a lot of great, beautiful, you know, benefits to being on Apple. But then, right. like, it's like it's like you once you're in, you can't get out because all your devices are talking to each other. You know, they know where you live. They know where you sleep. They know where you eat. It's like they know where you work. You can't do anything. So it's uh, once you're in, you're in. You're done. You're finished. Toast.
0: Well, I got to say, I get better Wi-Fi now, so I can't complain. Right. I mean, I, I tried so hard not to do this update, and it actually, for now, is working uh, better for me. So I'll take it. Right. So yeah. welcome. Uh, Kim Doyle's here. Uh, the great Owen video is here. Uh, Carlos. Nice. Speaks. Great to see everybody. Thanks so much. Love this crew for, for joining us. We have Roberto Blake coming up uh, about seven or eight minutes from now. Uh, as we get into the big, I think this is the, of all the updates, right? And there've been like a ton of updates this week. I think YouTube going stories is the biggest one. And certainly not one I heard anybody talking about.
1: This one's, I mean, this one was like, wow. I mean, You know, when it first happened to Instagram, you were like, okay, right? Okay. Then it was like, okay, messenger day. Okay. Then it was like Facebook story. Okay. Now it's Facebook pages have stories. I mean, it's like, I'm going to go to the mailbox and I'm going to be able to click on a story. When is it going (laughs) to stop? You know, it's pretty much my my DVR is going to have a story. You know, Netflix is going to have stories next. Mm -hmm. But this is really interesting. I can't wait to see what Roberto thinks. And I know there's some great video creators, you know, in the chat right now. YouTube, wow. I mean, with what YouTube's been doing, you and I both, Ross, we're live stream, you know, aficionados and just completely advocates of live streaming. Been doing this for quite a while. YouTube's upped their game in live streaming, which has been a predominantly pre-recorded, you know, platform for just pre-edited videos. And they've taken their live streaming game. I think Super Chat's... I think Facebook, I think Twitter, I think Periscope should adopt the Super Chats model. And now that that YouTube, I mean, YouTube is the place to be, man. I mean, I'm really impressed. I'm really interested to see what Roberto says.
0: Yeah, I am, too. And I got, you know, know, and I I know Coach Jenny's in the uh, comments knows as well that I Somehow had a really bad, like allergic reaction to Snapchat and just could never get into it and didn't want to create stories, found it difficult to watch them on Snapchat. Then when I went Instagram, added them because Instagram was a platform that I needed to be on every day anyway. Um, I was more OK with it for some reason, the way Instagram fed them to me. But I've still yeah. never been big on stories. Um, I use them. I think they're great. Like if I go to an event and throughout the day want to share little things, but I just don't really want to, you know, sit around thinking of like, how do I create a story today (laughs) or whatever? I don't know.
1: Uh, I probably take a Benadryl. Will you take a Benadryl and relax? Just go go to sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Forget it. Allergic reaction. But but seriously, though, um, this is a whole different story because we just started a new YouTube channel and that's a perfect opportunity, of course, to tell people to go to Ross slash YouTube and subscribe to our new YouTube channel, uh, where we have all of our past shows and we'll also be doing some, uh, micro content and short, uh, short form videos and interviews and things as well. In addition to the shows that we share there, um, there was a point to this that wasn't to plug that. Uh, what are we going with this? this? Not only well, knows. So, I don't know what I'm interested in finding out is and could stories, first of all, I don't even know what the requirement is to get the stories option and what the rollout is going to be, right? Like, will people like us get it in five years or never? Or, you know, do we have to get to 50,000 followers or something subscribers? But it could be an opportunity. Uh, to make YouTube a lot more social and for smaller channels, if they're given that opportunity to actually be able to ramp up the subscribers and their views and get people interested in their longer form content.
1: Let me tell you something, Ross. I, so I do surveys in my, I don't know any other writing professor on the planet that does this, uh, but I do these surveys in my classes and I've done a couple of Facebook lives where I've literally just surveyed my audience and my audience, the demographic is usually between 18 to like, I get a few people post 25, maybe one or two 30-year-olds in there. But the, the generally, the demographic is like 18 to 24 or 25. And I do polls, like what are the social media platforms you're using and why? And predominantly, they're still on Snapchat, definitely on Instagram. You don't hear a lot of people say YouTube. right? So, you know, and, and the stories feature – is one of those beautiful, that instant messaging, video messaging. It's very quick. It's more colorful. It's more engaging. It's more immersive. YouTube's smart. These are smart people. I mean, I think this opens the door up, like you said, to really amplify and capitalize, capital S, social. They understand the power of this way of communicating in this format and feature. And I think it's a smart move. I don't know what the rollout's going to be. Maybe Roberto has some great knowledge on this. But I definitely think it's probably I don't have it yet. I mean, I checked as soon. This is brand spanking new, folks. I mean, literally, this is the, the the latest. That's what you get with Ross and Mads.
2: <laughs> so let you me, get the latest. <laughs> let me share,
0: you do. You absolutely do. And let me share, thank you, Coach. But Jenny let me, for... but let me just say but let me just say really
1: quickly. So most of the students are not on YouTube. They're mostly predominantly on Snapchat and Instagram. Maybe just to That's wrap right. up, this is YouTube's attempt at getting in on that action.
0: Right, right. So, Coach Jenny just shared uh, from, uh, I think it was from TechCrunch, the launch of the the Reels beta, it's going to be called Reels, was uh, mentioned briefly in an announcement today about the expansion of YouTube Community Tab to all creators with over 10,000 subscribers.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh all right. So then uh I can just ditch that idea that this could be a way for us to quickly build our channel. We're going to have <laughs> we're going to have to do it the old fashioned way with like good content. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. And, yeah, so that was we'll from- see, hey folks, we'll see you we'll, see in, yeah.
1: we'll yeah. see in 2028 folks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's let's bring in Roberto Blake, uh an awesome YouTuber um I don't know, 300,000 subscribers, 275,000 subscribers, a powerful channel, tutorials, and, and great stuff. Welcome, Roberto. Thanks so much for uh, joining us on Ross and Ness.
2: Yeah, I've got Ross and the Professor. How's it going, guys? Good. Woo! Great what to up, see Roberto? you, my friend. Yeah, I didn't get to spend nearly enough time with you guys when we were at uh, Vid Summit. So uh, apologies there. I got uh, swamped uh, with everything between speaking and then just like, people coming up to me every two minutes but you know that's what it is that's why i signed on for
0: right right you
1: know i i cried i cried for about five minutes but i got (laughs) over it roberto and i understand i completely understand it seemed like everybody i mean that was a hell of an event you guys should have just like
2: came to dinner like you guys should have just like get pulled into one of those dinners it's like and people kept paying for my dinners you could have just gotten free food Really? <laughs> see,
1: Ross, I told you, you're such a nincompoop, Ross. Just Why follow didn't you jump Roberto. Follow Roberto. And I was like, Well, I don't see yeah, Roberto. Nice. All right. So note, note to self: VidSummit 2018, free dinners with Roberto. I love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, they have to
2: have me back. You know. We'll, yeah, we'll,
0: definitely. Yes.
2: So oh, tell that's, us.
0: That's what, a no-brainer. What are your thoughts about uh, YouTube Stories? Uh, are you it, reels, as they're called? Are you excited about this? Do you want to use it? Is it annoying?
2: I'm, No, I'm very excited about it, and I'm very excited about the potential of it. New features are always a new toy to me. I like that. Um, I like talking about them. I like experimenting with ideas and strategies for the community. Um, I've been very active. I've been told by a lot of my audience that out of all the people before they rolled out the community tab to everybody, they said that I'm one of their favorite creators for how I use the community tab and how engaged I am because I keep doing polls and I share uh, photos and I write interesting text about it and I ask them things, I ask my questions, I use the community tab like a community tab. A lot of YouTube creators, even the ones that I follow and watch, they just use it as another way to secondly distribute their existing content. I use it to share content from other creators and cross promote and not just people I'm collabing with but people I've collabed with in the past. Like my friend Amy Schmittauer did a video, um, you guys know Amy, she did a video about Uh, myths about personal branding and I'm like, I talk about personal branding all the time. My audience needs to hear this and here you go and I gave it to them and shared it with them I asked them what their thoughts were on it and I polled them for things that they might be struggling with or content ideas or things of that nature all the time and I've also started using it a little bit to promote uh, my new product, the YouTube Starter Kit that I have over at Awesome Creator Academy and things like that but I don't overplay that or do anything heavy-handed. I really do use it for the community. It's called the community tab. So oh, right. I'm really excited about reels. Um, I could give you guys some tips on getting to 10,000. I mean, like I, I know that better than a lot of people. Um, but. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like waving you in. Bring but it I, on, Roberto, <laughs> bring it <I> mean, on. <laughs> One thing, like when are you guys asking for people to subscribe?
1: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Ross, when are you asking him for crying out loud, Ross? <laughs> yes, have you ever listened to the show? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> we just yeah, we just had this. Up so like, what, was at what
2: point for, in the video what, are you asking for the subscription?
0: I, I guess not early enough, right? We should be asking right off the bat, or maybe like not right off the, the bat, but two in. minutes
2: in, two minutes in. If you've established some value, mm-hmm. you yeah. ask for the subscribe, but you qualify what's in it for them, and it's not just um, it's not just hey, subscribe to the channel. You qualify them. Right. Primary example. One of my favorite entertainment channels that I watch is Emergency Awesome, Charlie Snyder. Uh, he does great commentary on like uh, Flash and Arrow and the Marvel and DC shows and movies, and I love his stuff. But what he says is, he'll tell you, hey guys, I usually cover Marvel and DC stuff on you know Tuesdays and Thursdays. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bells in case you don't want to miss anything about the new Justice League. Like He qualifies you to say, you want this, this is how you extract that value. So yeah. if you're a channel that does something very specific, primary example, Ross, you're like, hey, you know, um, we're gonna be talking about YouTube Reels today and the community tab and all the new features, Typically on the show, I cover new social media updates as they come out. So if you're in the social media marketing world and you want to stay up to date on when new features are being added to the platforms, when the platforms are making dramatic changes, then you'll definitely want to subscribe and you'll want to hit the notification bell if you really don't want to miss anything. You're now qualifying the FOMO, the fear of missing out for them and letting them make a decision. And because here's the thing, they shrink the subscribe button so much year after year after year that it's becoming practically invisible. And you also people just forget sometimes they watch a good video and they're like, oh, that's a good video. They forget that they might not even remember that they're not subscribed. Maybe they watched you two or three times in their head. They, you know, they like they thought, did I subscribe? Uh, So I, I think it's fine to ask if as long as you're delivering some upfront value, you get them with a hook in the first 10 seconds. If they're still watching and they're two minutes in, if they're two minutes in, it's worth going ahead and just going for the ask of the subscribe. Mm-hmm. And if you're qualifying it for them and letting them qualify themselves of I'm this, so I want that. And so I would, I would definitely, you know, go that way. It's like, Hey, if you want, if you want coupons, why don't you sign up for our membership card? It's like, I want 10% off. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, about the, how we qualify ourselves.
1: Yeah. You know, I love how Sean over at think media has been doing it. And I've seen Nick adopt it. I just love Roberto. this, this group of creators is just phenomenal, like you, Owen, Roberto, Sean. I mean, I just think it's such a killer group. And we had a, you know, we, we saw each other briefly, but there were moments where we, we really got a chance to just, you know, see each other in the flesh and talk for a little bit. And it was just awesome. And everybody's, what I love about this community is everybody's so supportive. What I was going to say about Sean is Sean does this really specific call to action where he says, you might, after he delivers his value proposition, he'll say, you might consider or please consider subscribing. I always thought that was really cool. And now I've seen Nick sort of adopt that. Is that your, how do you specifically... Do you have a specific verbatim, or do you change it every time, Roberto? Um, At the end
2: of the videos, I do, but I'm starting to incorporate the earlier ask myself. Um, I I haven't incorporated the earlier ask usually just because I haven't been prioritizing growth. I haven't been prioritizing growth. I'll let you guys in on a secret that I rarely share publicly just because I think that for people who – For people who want one of these and don't have it yet, it seems pretentious to say, and I'm using this as a prop just to demonstrate the point that I'm making, is guys, I have never for a 30 or 90 day cycle prioritized the growth of my YouTube channel the entire four years that I've taken YouTube seriously at all. And the reason I say that is because i focused on how I use it as a marketing platform. i focused on using it for my personal brand. i focused on purposely hurting my YouTube channel to run experiments so that I can be more educated about the algorithm than most people, and not using a secondary channel for that. I've been doing it on the oh, main that's great. one, that's and great. that's why I learned, that's yeah. how I learned. What I know about the platform is, it's not an accident doing a thousand videos, and guess what, every single time I experimented in some minor granular way that makes sense to me that the audience may not even see. So when I say I haven't been trying to grow my YouTube channel, what I mean by that is, yes, I'm trying to grow it in the sense that I do content, I'm frequently uploading, I'm consistent, I brand it, I put a lot of effort into the production and the thumbnails. What I'm getting at is in terms of saying this works, keep doing it and doing that for a 30 or 90 day cycle, which is the answer and prioritizing doing the type of content that I know has historically performed the best on the channel for 30 to 90 days in a row, which is the secret to success, I have not done that once in four years. I have not concentrated on repeating a pattern or formula of success that I've identified in my analytics and that will ultimately grow a channel exponentially. I have not done that because as an educator, I have to go a different route than what I know works because I have to find the other variables that don't work and what will change. Also from a mission standpoint, I have a mission that's outside of YouTube that repeating the duplicates of my success will not serve the needs of the audience. And so I need to serve the underserved portions of my audience, the people that the only the 1,000 out of those three. 275,000 people there might be a thousand people who only need a very specific help or tip or thing like the people who need the Adobe Audition audio processing tutorials to make their audio better that might be the only people in my audience that are doing podcast or that care about their audio when they're doing video editing or the ones that can afford to have the Adobe Creative Cloud per se. So that like I love your
1: I love your Adobe, your Adobe tutorials are killer. I watch those with my wife because we're doing some other online ventures, you know, with the two of us and just learning Adobe Cloud and all the different.
2: So I need to keep making tutorials and things for you guys, even though sometimes it's it's content that historically over a period of time performs. It's Mm -hmm. some of my some of those are in my top 10. But up front in the first 30 days those lose for you because they're they're specialized you know but i do that on purpose and i know that the opposite of doing things that i know would get me the most traction i don't do the things that again and i would recommend to anyone else if their priority is growing their youtube channel if you identify anything in your youtube channel that's been successful you basically do that and you do it consistently and as frequently as possible in a 30-day concentrated period, and then you evaluate and you do that, whatever work for those 30 days, you do that over a 90-day period of time and watch your channel explode. I've never done know. that, which is why there's never been any. If you look at my historical analytics and social blade, you'll never see some dramatic, dramatic spike in my channel other than like a few Apple product releases. There, there's never been, there's never been a viral video. There's never been anything that's a huge, huge, overwhelming, dramatic spike other than when I cover a major problem or glitch in YouTube or a big product release or something that is worldwide like news or something very topical. So um, other than that, it's just a line of consistent growth the entire time. It's just a this, but that was predicated over the long game. For anyone who wants to get from zero to 10,000, you have to keep putting out content until something sticks and lands. Then you have to rinse and repeat variations of the thing that sticks and lands that resonated the most with your audience. You have to improve your on-camera presence, energy, and charisma, because that will count for more than anything, including production values. And then you still have to meet the minimum threshold of acceptable technical quality when it comes to your video production, your camera equipment, your audio, and, and those things, and you also, also understand the specific niche or demographic that you're in because there are nuances of ways to do things that can't be standardized across the board, but then are specific to a certain audience or niche. There's a standard for beauty channels that doesn't apply to tech channels. There's a tech standard for tech channels that doesn't apply. There's a standard for commentary channels. There's a standard for... Um, comedy channels there like there's yep. a specific thing that are the best practices for your niche versus YouTube broad and it's great that you learn YouTube broad best practices but then you have to learn best practices for your niche specifically and then you have to get into best practices or a formula for a specific segment of that niche that might be what your core audience actually is or what you want your core audience to be. So again, so do you think, do
1: you think, Roberto, that the stories, how will stories complement that? You know, thirty-day consistency, understanding, tagging, description, thumbnails, which I've become such a student of. I've been learning so much and trying my hardest to apply that. My channel, my personal channel, is growing steadily. I'm almost at 500 subs, which three months ago I was at 80 subs. So that's I'm growing, big growth. I'm like growing. I'm growing like in, I mean, I think. The quality of your content is huge. And by the way, Roberto, do you have stories right now? Because you're over 10,000. No, um,
2: I'm, I'm talking to uh, who I need to talk to about trying to get into the beta because I have a YouTube uh, partner manager, which after 100K subscribers, sometimes at 50K subscribers, you get a YouTube um, you have partner manager. That's oh, okay. your uh, official contact that's responsible trying to help you bring out the potential of your channel. Sometimes they can help you with strategy. I scored almost perfect score in YouTube content strategy because um, the audience may not be familiar. I'm actually YouTube certified at this point uh, with a certification in content strategy where I almost got a perfect score, content ownership, which means I understand certain things with copyright and and things of that nature and fair use. Much Um, deserved. Much deserved. And also um, scored very high, not perfect, but very high in audience growth and development, uh, which means it's not just about growing your audience but knowing tactically how to engage YouTube stories, AKA reels Reels. will be, I think essential much in the fact that the community tab, because what here's a secret to all social media platforms that no one's talking about right now. You guys have had plenty of guests on your podcast. You guys have interviewed rock stars. I, I got something. I think no one else has been talking about, and I've been paying attention is everyone talking about, literally hour-to-hour traffic on social media platforms and day-to-day activity on social media platforms, and not just from a post standpoint, but day-to-day user activity for your specific page or audience or your YouTube channel. Has anyone even brought that up, that the platforms are tracking hour-to-hour and day-to-day engagement? No, I don't think so. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. You really want to get into these algorithms? The activity immediately after you do something in the first, literally, in the first hour, but I would even go so far as to say, in the first minute, they see it. Wow! It's not an accident. You think Gary Vee doing 60 Second Club is an accident? You think that him hacking attention, telling everyone to get on notification squads, is an accident? Notification squad is the hack and the variable of, of, of a secret that you could use. to leverage. I need to do a video dedicated about this for YouTube. Yes. Like yes. notification squads will grow your content. Ex- Exponentially. Carlos Phoenix, you're saying you talk to your clients about it. Carlos, you're doing the right thing. Um, and it's an old school tactic because you should, if you ever did websites and remember website SEO and Google Analytics, and then real-time Google Analytics, everyone should know that hour to hour matters. Hour to hour of traffic matters. Yeah. So I have strategies that I deploy to not only have traffic, because everyone does, oh, when my video goes out and they think about the first 24 hours and then it's dead to them and then they don't think about anything else. I think about the entire volume of the entire inventory of every single one of my platforms and I think about hour to hour engagement. Every single hour of every single day, what is my traffic at, like am I getting, Five people at midnight or am I getting 50? I think about this and I prioritize and I strategize around this and I, I, I want people to pay attention to it because it really matters. It's not an accident that I use Buffer as an app that I have tweets in a 24-hour cycle and that they're distributing content and that I also am using it to obtain information by having questions post sometimes too, so that I can aggregate information and engage with people, not only just across time zones, but again to increase hour to hour engagement on my platforms and also so that I have an aggregate of information and interaction so that later I can respond to in real time as a human off of that automation and to more interaction <laughs> and more engagement as a follow-up cycle because again it's like sending an email do you need to be there the minute you sent the email no do you no. read the email the minute it comes in no no but there's a response and a follow-up so following that pattern setting things in place so that people can engage with you and then later you can go back follow up and trigger new engagement is is important the reason the YouTube community tab is is essentially valuable is because you have another way besides when you upload a video to trigger people interacting with your YouTube channel and starting a YouTube session that gives your channel authority for session starts and you might be able to funnel them into more content just because they prioritize you top of mind because you're interacting with them more than anyone else. It's the same thing when I was an early YouTuber. Nobody's doing
1: it. Nobody's doing the, nobody. I mean, Roberto, I'm subscribed to your channel and many other people. When I see you put in the effort to actually, you know, poll your audience, to actually inquire, probe, investigate, offer some assistance, ask a very sincere question like, what can I do to help? I don't see anybody else using it. Have you ever seen
2: me do a video where I respond to any less than 30 comments? No, I haven't. I don't think not so. once. No, right. nope,
0: nope. Hey, Ross. Roberto, I'm um, I'm. Um, our audience is is largely live streamers here on Facebook Live, and a lot of people in who listen to the podcast and watch on YouTube are into live streaming as well. And in the predictions article that live stream universe did, yes, um, yes, you mentioned that love most one. areas, most genres, most segments uh, really don't have anybody who's doing uh, a lot with, with live streaming, right? It's it, there's only a few niches where live streaming is, is big on YouTube. Um, what is your advice for people who, again, want to grow their, their channel and want to make uh, an impression on YouTube, can they do that by going live even if they have a very small channel, even if they have a new they, channel?
2: They can, but you need 100 subscribers to do YouTube live. Okay. Which means you From still mobile, have to I, have recorded yeah. content. The problem with YouTube for the live streaming community, and it's not a problem in my opinion, it's a pivot, it's a mental problem, is that live right. streamers often are live only and anything else that's not live is overwhelming to them and it's dead to them. And they need to, like my frank answer is you need to get over it because you have to leverage both. And my problem with people with recorded videos, they don't like taking the risk of live because they feel they need their polished edited content and it's become too much their baby and they need to get over it too. But they have less detriment to them because of the nature of search and search being the thing that Facebook can't get right and search is intent. Their culture is the news feed. Even if they decide to build a search engine as robust as Google on the back end, here's their problem. It's too effing late because they've already made a culture. They've already made a culture. They've already made a culture that ignores the value of search beyond, I just need to get to my friend real quick or whatever. They've made it. They, they're, The beauty of Facebook is the community that has and the culture that has. And the problem is I think that they will lose I think they will lose if they try to play Google's game. I think everyone who tries to play Google's game, I think, and everyone wants there to be a competitor to YouTube and a competitor to Google and everything like that. And what I'm saying is, so you want people to flush billions of dollars down the effing toilet because you don't (laughs) like the concept of a monopoly. And I'm like, you do that then. And you burn your money. You literally, because you can burn your money because the thing is it'll never, I'm sorry. I love, I love capitalism. I love competition, (laughs) but here's the thing. It's, it's, by the way, it's over. Google and YouTube won. Get over it. Do your own thing. Bing. <laughs> I'm not even. It. I'm not even playing around with this, guys. I'm like, yeah, it sounds yeah. like I'm. Just I'm being a hype man, but I'm being dead serious. If someone is literally, the conditions they have, they have over ten years on YouTube of legacy. Yeah. We're bordering on twenty years of Google of legacy. Bing is garbage. Yahoo yeah. is practically a joke, and I'm surprised they haven't been bought yet and that's coming you know it's coming i mean it's coming it's it's like it's a joke it's a joke because what do you think of so well once you do it so well it like there's a point where there's a there's a minimum there's a there's a there's a window of opportunity for competition but once you've won and you've held the title and not only and you're not getting old, you're not getting gray, you're not getting hunchback, when you're literally you've not only won the title, but you've got been invited onto Mount Olympus, and you're now God. You're a God, you're an Olympic god. That's it. It's game over. It's game over. Because- you yeah, gotta like that visual,
0: huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're talking with Roberto Blake, uh, YouTuber. Uh, you can find his channel at youtube.com slash Roberto Blake. Two, uh here on ross that neutrality and
2: dies it's really too late by the way to compete with anyone who's established
0: <laughs> no it's impossible
2: just give it up <laughs> hey so, hey roberto, if roberto, roberto now if we keep that neutrality there's still a window a little bit for meritocracy right
1: right what do you think of fa- so facebook watch i mean facebook watch is is that too late do you think roberto because no it's a I different know,
2: thing it's a different it's thing a different and it's thing. a different culture It's a different thing and it's a different culture, but I also don't entirely trust Facebook on their numbers. Like, I just don't. Oh, yeah. Um, That's been
1: proven, too. That's been proven. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Their numbers are are
1: totally inflated.
0: Yeah. Um, One of those Phoenix, so you don't think that the millennial audience or newer may want different methods of content
2: uh, appreciation? They might, but it won't matter because here's the problem uh millennials when when a brand is top of my millennials or gen z and in the way and for nearly as long as um youtube has been a part of their staple snapchats getting in there too and got their hooks in them instagram then that's game over right in in older millennials and gen xers they live in facebook and do you know why? They live in Facebook because if you were a college kid like 10 years ago, Facebook was it. And now you're old enough and you are an adult and maybe you have kids. Your kids aren't into Facebook and they're into Snapchat and Instagram. The, here's the pivot. The minute you turn 18 and you go to college, you are now an adopter of Facebook and that Facebook culture. The minute that you go into the job market, you are an adopter of LinkedIn And that culture, because you've aged into those platforms. The thing with YouTube, for example, though, and Google is Google's the default. It's in all the apps. It's in all the phones. It's like so that's the thing there. And then the other part of that is YouTube. These kids grew up watching YouTube the way that we grew up watching television. Yeah, they're YouTube stars that they crushed on and that they're in love with and that they're fans of and that they admire and they want to be YouTubers. If you ask anyone eight to 18 what their dream job is, they want to be a YouTuber that's like that's the deal right now i'm just letting this person call me know that i'm on an interview right now um, so like i can multitask i can do two things at once i'm fully capable of it unlike you know, people of my generations. i think um, roberto
1: i think roberto can do 10 things at once yeah. probably <laughs> roberto well, i'm no, going to i'm going we're going to have to do a uh, we're going to have to do a, a ct scan and see if roberto's actually human Roberto,
2: I'm I a, I'm pretty sure that if I donate my body to <laughs> science when I go, because I want to be cremated anyway, I might. I don't know, but yeah. like I would want them to do testing because I'm pretty cons- I'm pretty sure I'm a mutant. I'm pretty sure that I'm a mutant straight out of like X Men.
1: Roberto, <laughs> I have I have so much respect for you, brother. I think I'm I'm so impressed with. I mean, when I had you on my show too on Niz Nation Live, you know, yeah. I just think that what you're doing. I think you should do an entire play. Here's my advice for you, Roberto: take it or leave it. I think you should do a playlist. Of just, and I know you're doing vlogging and your thoughts, uh, just a playlist of rant after, because you get so passionate. There's not too many people who get as passionate about you, but who can back it up with the ingenuity and intelligence. So I think, I just love it. I just want you to keep doing your
2: thing. I think it's my rants are like, my rants are the most, uh, probably some of the most watched, like one off, as far as one off content uh, that's not topical. My rants are the things that probably perform best and get the most engagement besides other creative thoughts that have an emotional component or hook or a vulnerability, uh, aspect to them. Like people really recently, you probably saw the one that I like pointed out where like 99.9% of people lose because of this or like, like that one got so much engagement and so many comments and so many, People were were touched by it. That was like definitely a big deal. The hour long rant I did the other day, I didn't expect it to be an hour. I thought it was gonna be 10 minutes. Like (laughs) I meant for it to be 10 minutes.
1: I told I told Roberto, hey, everybody watching and listening, and I told Ross this too. I I actually predicted this because Roberto's a machine. Roberto's gonna get (laughs) Roberto's gonna laugh right now. I told Ross, I go, I told Roberto 10 minutes. Watch, it's gonna turn into like an hour and fifteen. Because this guy wow, you nailed it. (laughs) <laughs> no, because Roberto, but it's beautiful because Roberto, like once he gets going, it's like the creative, the juices get cooking and like, he was like that. Okay. So the longest interview I had Justin Brown did two parts. Mm-hmm. I had Owen and I had, you know, I mean, Jenny cute, but Roberto's was the longest out of 50 episodes. Roberto's was the longest and I was loving every second of it. I think I did four parts. Roberto, I hold you remember record. this?
2: You hold the record, record
1: Roberto. We even talked about about Star Wars. It got so good. So I did a four-part hour. I think it was three hours and 42 minutes total with Roberto. So I told Ross, I go, hey, Ross, guess what? I told Roberto 10 (laughs) minutes. But watch this. Watch what happens. I'll be willing to put money once Roberto gets going on a topic. It's in fuego time.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you it. so much, Roberto. This has been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you for staying staying in I want entire, to give you guys a little bit of
2: insight on the entire Reels. Entire half
0: an hour. Um, you, YouTube.com slash
2: Roberto Blake. Two is his channel. Do check it out. Go ahead, Roberto. I got to give you some quick tips on what's going to happen with Reels because I gave you some stuff Please. that it may help your channel and grow your channel to like 10K so you get more access to things because – like, a lot of people think they have to get a silver play button. They have to get to 100 subscribers to really be part of the YouTube community. 10K puts you in the top 1% of YouTube. Nobody realizes that. There's 50 That's million insane. active uploaders. That's Remember, insane. my original conservative estimate was about 15 million to 6 million active uploaders. But Matt Dillon from Frederator, uh, well, formerly from Federator, now the CEO of Little Monster Media, um, he's the one who knows more about the algorithm than anybody. Out, out on the planet, hand of God, he knows more than anybody except people who work at Google. The uh, Maybe more than some of them. Um, the um, he told me that there's 50 million active uploaders individually to wow. to YouTube, wow. and so that means if you actually have 10,000 plus subscribers, based on conservative estimates, we can put you in the top one percent of creators. To be frank,
1: we're gonna at, get there, uh, Roberto. Ross Rais is
2: gonna get at there. 10K. People don't, <laughs> but people don't realize that they see the 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 PewDiePies, the the Markiplier's, the Philip DeFranco's, the Liza Koshy's, the Lily Sings, the David Dobrik's of of the world, uh, and they think that that that's what being successful on YouTube looks like. They don't realize that that's like diamond elite status, and the margin and the narrow the funnel so narrow. The people at that level, it's six hundred people, that's and some of them level. are companies yeah. like the WWE, and then the gold <laughs> players yeah. are. The gold play buttons. That's six thousand people, and uh, guess what? Those gold play buttons. Those uh, those six thousand people. Is that million? Are and the, above, million right? yeah, the million subscriber. Yeah, million. The million subscriber people. The million subscriber people. It's only six thousand of them, and some mm-hmm. of those are companies and brands because mm-hmm. the the people like Ellen and Conan that got a diamond play button at 10 million still have gold play buttons at 1 million. So you have a lot of that. Some of that is old YouTubers that are practically retired and done and they're onto other things or they're acting or in television now, or they, they spun off something or sold a business or whatever. Um, so there's that. And then as for the silver play button category, people, there's maybe about 60,000 of us, 70,000 of us right now, like six of those are Microsoft YouTube channels. Like wow. three of those are like Adobe YouTube channels. A lot of it is corporations that have big, tremendous brands that have been around forever. Um, and then a lot of that is also repeats of YouTubers and old channels they had that they used to have <laughs> or spinoffs or vlogging channels. Some of it right. is the the little brother or sister of a YouTuber that like siphoned a little bit off of their brand or, or what have you. Some of it is... Uh, a silver play button channel that's just a side venture of someone who's an established big YouTuber that their audience funneled down to. So to, to understand how small the, the room is and then remembering that YouTube is global and worldwide, how many of those channels are non-English speaking channels? A lot of them. Right, right. A lot of the, the Brazilian YouTubers and the YouTubers in the Philippines, like what Nick Nimmin has been telling us about, they're blowing up. There are people who are literally YouTube celebrities in their part of the world. And, that's, and you will never have heard of them because you're an English-speaking YouTuber or you're in the Western world. So there is, there's that. There's cultural enclaves of YouTube and, and so on and so forth. There are representative niches of YouTube that are very specific as well that where there's no competition that people aren't looking at because it doesn't have enough notoriety or mainstream fame or attention about it and people are underestimating these things and they're missing opportunities. They're also getting discouraged way too easily because what they don't understand and why I'm telling you guys and why I'm telling you this is that all of the features you need, all of the features become available at 10,000 subscribers. That's the target. Now, There's to sure. get into betas, you might have to be bigger or you might have to be connected to get into betas. And sometimes they want anybody or random people into beta and so on and so forth. And sometimes they'll give it to you without you knowing it or applying because they're trying to do sample and testing data. Um, that's how I got into the community tab even though it was still mostly big youtubers and people like John and Hank green and, and people of that nature how I got the community tab now the community tab is available to everybody at 10,000. I don't think it'll ever roll out to lower but uh, because 10,000 might be what YouTube is considering having a uh, a community so to speak ten thousand wow. is what YouTube calls their bronze level that's not an accident you get a silver play button at one hundred thousand, you get a gold play button. At a million, you get a diamond. At ten million, you don't get anything at bronze at ten thousand, but you do have all the features, and they do give you access to the YouTube space, the YouTube Studio for production if you want this really higher cool. end.
1: That's I love that. Oh, yeah. that'd be nice. I want to advantage of that. So.
2: That is, you know, aside from having a friend who can hook you up and walk you in. Like, but the, uh... <laughs> Roberto, is that, time, is that a hint? Is that a hint,
1: Roberto? We, need to, we I, need to broadcast Ross and Nez from the YouTube studio. That'd be killer.
2: But be there awesome. is a there is um, classes and things available to creators who have a thousand at the YouTube space. So at your local YouTube space, Ross, you're in New Jersey. You can go right. over to the Chelsea market and you can go. They have stuff that one might be open to all creators at all levels, but they also right. have stuff for people at a thousand. So then that's a goal, too. And so that first hundred and then that first thousand, they all matter. They're features that unlock at a thousand. At a thousand, you get super chat and you can start earning money in a different way than just off of your watch time and off of your views from ads and the YouTube right. red. So uh, at a 1,000, you get access to Super Chat. That means that you can take live streaming more aggressive because there's money to be had in direct donations from your community at that point. And so that could be another way to sustain you. So with Reels, what I think is when they do this, they probably, they could go one of a couple of directions. They might do it to where once it's out of beta, they might do an initial rollout to people at 10,000, but I think they'll give it to people Later at a thousand. I think maybe even the community tab might do that too.
0: That's awesome. All right, Ross. Thank you, Roberto. It's it's amazing. Thank you so much for all the time. You rock, machine. Roberto. Thank you guys.
2: All right. Have a good night.
0: Wow. That was a great 10-minute segment, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, nobody I feels Roberto. a 10-minute segment Roberto Blake. This I mean, guy,
1: I'm telling you, if I had his wisdom and his I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, he, to me, is like, he is above, he's not human. He's just, he can't be human.
0: Well, so, Roberto Blake, you got to follow him on YouTube, YouTube.com slash Roberto the Wizard Blizzard. Blizzard. too. And when you head over there to follow Roberto, check us out as well. Ross slash YouTube. will get you to our channel, and we will be back soon with another episode of Ross and Nez. Have a great night, everybody.